It's Ruby, and I'm back, and of course, it's like months later as usual, but I'm back. It's been a while. Um, I've been working full-time, or actually not full-time yet, but I've been working both jobs, my old and the new job, as an art teacher in Boston, and it's been fucking great. I've been really loving it. The environment's been amazing and the kids even though they can be a lot sometimes they're just really enjoyable to work with um it's just been refreshing and what was it I think now it will be two weeks ago when I just put my two weeks in and officially tomorrow I no longer work at my old job and it feels really fucking good to say that out loud and I remember I wrote that on my notes app of my phone and that would be like my achievement of like officially moving on, you know, and to check that off my list, it felt really good to do that, even though I'll be um, as an art teacher still at that old job, but it will be on my terms on my pay. So that would be like $35 an hour or like just whatever price I list as and still work with them. But as a private worker and not working within the same company, you know, a private company, I should say. Um, and the art teaching gig is really great. Um, I've been doing private lessons on my own with like a client's family, just one family now because the other one hasn't really gone back to me about anything in like over a month and I'm okay with it because the family's been on and off for such a long time I'm much happier and more relaxed to have the weekends to myself including with just like the last few days I've been running around like fucking crazy um not to mention like on Thursday I went to work (laughs) um walked all day did a whole bunch of shit and then went to a freddie gibbs show from like seven to i think 11 at night and that was super fun i got to see zach fox and freddie gibbs in the front row and i i just had such a fucking awesome time and to see him there felt so fucking good because I remember finding him around like uh 2014 yeah 2014 or 2015 it was the time that Pinata is like one of the more recognizable albums that made him like break out into the mainstream came out around that time and that's how I found him and like thanks to him he really got me into rap and I remember um in high school where I would like rap like on and off like just certain tunes and songs and I grew up in a household where it was mostly rock and the this album like the pinata album which was produced by Madlib it just changed my thinking of rap and like how the sounds were so different from what was like being played at like my high school with like some of the kids playing more of the southern traditional trap um and it was just 
so fucking cool to see. I just, just, like, it's, I'm still in awe of it that I saw Freddie Gibbs live in the front row, and I fought for that. I fucking fought for that front row. I, my feet ached beyond belief. I felt like a Valley Forge soldier in the 1700s, like, just fucking blistering on my feet like the flattest shoes you can get like these skateboarding shoes just like holding on to dear life on the front row because if I knew if I got back it would just be bad and god I'm so thankful I just fucking fought for it because before I just got a beer uh, a liquid death can of water and uh, my shirt which is like a long sleeve shirt with like the space rabbit on it and I don't know, I just had a really good fucking time there. And I got to hear all the songs and shit, and it was fun. <sighs> and then Friday I worked again, and then Saturday I worked both as an art teacher at my old job, and then the new job. Um, And I just ran around all day, and then the just the whole environment of being in Boston and the area I was in, it was just, like, such a vibe, like, it was, the event was, like, a block party, and we had, like, just such a diverse group of kids, and, oh, just predominantly, like, black people and Latino people, and just, like, it was such a cool mix to see that, uh, especially growing up in a predominantly white neighborhood, like, it was just so fun just to see everybody out there and having fun and enjoying themselves and the smells of barbecue and candy, ice cream and ices, like, you just smell summer in the air and, and like, the 90 degree heat just, like, permeated and the, the feeling of painting on hot cement and even though it was blazing hot and I was sweating balls and I had to put like SPF 70 <laughs> uh, sunblock and a whole bunch of bullshit. Um, I don't know. It was just such a nice vibe. And it reminded me of like, she's got to have it like the art festival um, scene or when they do Prince, like the Prince festival or um, the insecure block party, just like a lot of fun. A lot of kids just enjoying their time. No one's on their phones. Like, older people coming out to see the community and seeing what they provide. Um, and then me, like, just getting to know my coworkers more and um, just having a really good time. Even when we were cleaning up, like, me and a few coworkers just did, like, a dance on, like, the, um, what is it? Uh, oh, what's the game called? Um... Yeah, it was Just Dance. They had, like, a wireless version where you could just do, like, a karaoke. And they did a huge, huge, huge screen. And just my coworkers, just, we just decided just to dance all, of like, what was it, 24-karat uh, magic by... Bruno Mars and like slowly I was like oh I was like usually I have to get drunk to do this and then I started dancing with them and it was just a lot of fun uh, and it's making me smile just to think about it because like I just felt good 
just to be around like my new friends and like coworkers that I wasn't able to do with my other job. It just was more professional and I wasn't really able to cut loose with a lot of them because one, I just didn't really want to talk to them or like there was only a few people that really I felt comfortable trying to be myself around. Um, and there was higher stakes at that job than what I have to do with a new place that's paying me better and treating me better. And I get to get more loose with my art style, but it's still a challenge where I have to improve my teaching skills and adapt to the means of the kids because it's a completely different set of children that I'm used to drawing to because most of them don't have disabilities or they have uh, it's more diverse so I'm trying to accommodate a history of pop art that is usually predominantly uh, made by white men within the art scene during the 60s so I'm trying to find artists of during that time that like deserve to be known so I have at least like 20 to almost like 40 artists during that period that have black descent afro-latino descent latino descent like any kind of culture you could think of all the way to middle eastern asian polynesian islander native american just you name it i found it and researched it so every kid in that room could find a way of just identifying themselves within art because a lot of the times even if the art is so cool and it intrigues them they can't really relate to them because they don't look like them you know and I never really had that issue because predominantly a lot of the artists are white so I can really see myself in them but the funny thing though is like most of the artists that I get inspired by in music or in art or any kind of like creative design or creative outlet are predominantly black or Latino artists, you know? So I feel like it's just, like, my... It's an honor for me just to do my due diligence and just give these people a platform to just, like, speak for themselves with their history and their art and give thanks to them for giving me the inspiration to do my own art, you know, and inspire the next generation of children whether they're black or white or anything you know it feels good to like invest my knowledge back into that community um in any way possible you know it's just like a newer thing that I've never really thought about or said out loud that I'm really proud of myself for doing um it's inspiring and listening to like documentaries and um watching the Nipsey Hustle documentary like it inspires me like every day um and there's actually the the YouTube one uh, is the one I'm mentioning um by like this guy that just compiled like a 2 hours worth of video and interviews and made a cool documentary just privately by himself and then the, the marathon continues like nipsey's brand that's now owned by his um widowed wife and um his brother um black sam actually produced and created a 
new documentary called The Marathon Continues Cultivation, I believe. And it talks about how cannabis um, has inspired him to do, like, just the business side things. And, like, without it, um, how cannabis wasn't able, like, was able to just, like, break out and create such a good business within his community and now I'm losing track of my words but it was super crucial at the time for them to just show that off to give Nipsey's legacy something to talk about you know and now I'm getting like nervous again because I'm like losing track of my words (laughs) I haven't done this in a bit so um yeah it just but my point is that the documentary like really inspired me to really give back to my community because in the private documentary the one guy did talked about how Nipsey Hussle had such an influence on his community in how he gave it back within like STEM programs for children, for like science and education, to small businesses that are on the same street as his like Marathon Continues clothing line, where he had like seafood spots and tech stores and a whole bunch of educational stuff for kids and basketball courts. And his collaborations from Puma would like raise money for the clothing stores that would give back to the community and. It got to the point where, like, they have a Nipsey Hustle day to dedicate his name. The whole street and block is named after him. And, like, everyone around that area just, like, gives thanks and props to him. And I just, I want to be able to do something like that. Or even just inspire the next kid to do something like that, you know? Even if I can't do it, just to be able to inspire the next kid to do that for themselves for me or their own community would just be another notch on my belt you know and it would feel good to just see that another kid I inspired just did something to help the world one day and I never really thought about it that way until now you know just to improve the world in ways that I couldn't imagine or thought I could imagine or do it's amazing what we can do as people to inspire others just from our simple actions that we do every day whether it's art or doing the slow process of change politically and just going out and voting or just talking and listening to someone just listening to someone can just change someone's life and just make them appreciate you more and make them appreciate life more. Um, Because I feel like we need more of that. This, like, sense of appreciation of life. And where was it? I I had a moment like that, like, I think two weeks ago where... um, Or no, like a week and a half ago where I had strep and it sucked it was like my second time having it but I knew it I had it right away and I went down to the doctor they tested me and I had it so they gave me penicillin and there was a day where I just was really appreciative of 
just relaxing and getting paid at one job and having time to relax at the other and I don't know I just was really appreciative of being able to read and learn about things and watch this Roman Empire documentary with ease and not have to worry about any paperwork that day I just got to learn about a few things and learning how to do digital products online and how to invest on an app and that's just that's another thing that I've just been doing is just trying to find the right fucking investment app I'm always looking at like Fidelity or M1 Finance and then I'm like oh my god these reviews are so all over the place and then people are like Robinhood you should get into that or Robinhood's a fucking like just robbery waiting to happen and I'm like oh my god this is just too much so that's just like a whole other thing I don't need to talk about right now um but and then just like putting myself on to economic podcast and um podcasts about politics that are like more um facts oriented and not like biased and just going off liberal or like conservative agendas um even though I'm definitely left I'm very left there's definitely some bullshit that can come out of like the democrats um but I will never find myself voting for a republican anytime soon <laughs> um but if that shuts you off, I guess that shuts you off. But anyways, I don't even know where I was going with that. I lost my track of thought. <sighs> rewind, rewind, rewind. What was I talking about? Mm, I don't know. I lost it. Oh, the strap. Yeah, I I was just appreciative of life. I was just chilling out, and I, I'm just thankful that I was able to do that because a lot of the people during that week, my friends, family, were having, like, a stressful time. They had a lot of stuff to do, and I just got to chill and eat and heal up and just relax for the time being. And I've been less depressed and happy and I don't know I've, I've just been reading more and trying to educate myself and I've just been thankful to be able to just be myself and be fucking happy for once despite my financial circumstances and I'm I'm much happier than I ever thought I would be even in a circumstance where sometimes I feel like I wish I was single, I, I wasn't single and I was in a relationship, or I wish I had a nice car or a place of my own, I'm just grateful that I'm in the position I am where I can build those things from where I'm at, you know? I may not have a house that I can own, but I have a house that I can live in, you know? I might not have a car, but I still have a reliable transportation, only not even a minute in walking distance to a bus stop, you know, and then go take a train to work and make it easier for me rather than buying lifts and shit for my other job. 
you know I'm much happier now and it's it's just relaxing to know that I'm building a life for myself where the journey ahead can look a lot brighter and oriented and clearer to see now that I have this motivation and drive to really push myself to get those things and then keep going without wanting to linger on them or act like I am losing it because I achieved these things and then it's not enough, you know. It's just a come and go thing. And there's a lot of things I've accomplished within the last couple of months and I never thought I would be doing or dreaming of the last 10 years or even my whole life um, just because I've been doing this like goal oriented thing of just setting two to three things that can change my life and a career and a lot of the things that I thought were impossible are now within an arm's reach through my laptop my phone um, anything Anything can be really fucking possible if you just really try and use your privilege, luck, and skills to your advantage, you know? Just use whatever skills you have and what you have with luck and work. Because it can get you really far. And then don't work too hard at your job, especially if it's a shitty job. Don't work too hard at it. That's something I learned real quick, especially working my older job that I just quit. I remember I did these fucking letters. I think I spoke about it. Maybe? No. Yeah, I did these fucking letters, and I, like, just, I had to mail these fucking letters out. And there were over, like, 300 to 400 I had to send out, and I was... Do like folding them like one at a time not sealing them yet and it just was so aggravating just to see and I did it and then I was told that um I it wasn't sufficient and it was given to somebody else but my boss didn't tell me this she said something else and then she gave me another job to do and then I finished that within like a few weeks and then she threw something else together and then I got really overwhelmed and (sighs) I'm just glad the last few times I didn't take it too seriously and I just found my way of working smarter and not harder and I'm thankful that I did that because it was a lot of bullshit that I was asked to do and I don't have to do it anymore now that I'm done and I decided to just think smart about it and not work myself to death over something that I don't care about anymore or doesn't really define me as a person as an artist or just helps me in any productive way you know, there's going to be a lot of you knows in this podcast tonight. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, I, and overall, it just feels good to like let this out again and 
have this outlet because I, I hope one day, like, when I die, that there's going to be, like, some kind of documentary and people can, like, cut the footage together and they can have this near the beginning or the end of the film, whatever the fuck that they choose, and just, like, tell them that I love art and love being part of life and finding a way of just balancing it all together and then somehow throw something inspirational in there um and then leave a legacy worth looking at within my art or hearing it with my own voice um and I hope anything that I say on this podcast or when people find my art or find out who I am one day if I'm famous that I lived life I loved it and I'd do it again in a heartbeat and I'm thankful that I have my family despite how fucking crazy they can get the friends I have people I loved and the person I love and that there's always more to life than you think Um, and that even when you're right down And that shitter, that absolute gutter that life can really put you in. Light always shines. You know? And even when your eyes are closed, that bright light, that bright fucking light, it'll shine through your eyes. And it's going to look pink in your eyelids and you're going to open up one day and maybe it's that opportunity that you always wanted. And even if you get it right away or not right away, just the ability to breathe and look at it is a gift in itself. And maybe I'm just talking bullshit. And it's just shit that's coming out of my ass, you know. But, you know it's good. You know it's good when you're smiling and you're talking about it. Even if it's bullshit. Because right now, I'm smiling. I'm looking at the ceiling, I'm feeling the air from the fan that's finally working this fucking ceiling fan that's had a rudder that was broken that's like the last few fucking days now it's fixed and I could sleep on my broken fucking bed that's been broken for over a year now and I still sleep on it and ruin my back every night because my father keeps promising for a fucking bed frame to be bought and then he never gives it to me 
because he always has something else to do, which is fair, but I hate when he keeps promises and never fulfills them. This is why I'm in therapy. <laughs> um, that's just a huge sidebar to the conversation, but yeah. All that life shit. It's worth living for. Even if you're someone that's like down and out and shit. And you're in the worst of circumstances. Dude, there's some really awesome people out there. There's really awesome people out there that are more than willing to help. Um, and even if there aren't for you, the best person to help you right now is yourself. And you might not think that right now, but you is all you got. And I believe in you. You can be a fucking drug addict. You could be somebody that's just rich and famous and doesn't know what to do with their life. And I believe in you. You know? I do. And I feel like a lot of people need that in their life. And... people forget how much just the simple belief in somebody can just push them so far in life and that's why I try to ingrain it with these kids that I work with because a lot of these people, these kids either have families that are at work or not present in their life or just don't tell them that their art is inspiring or that their work is going to be something cool one day, it's it's important to say that stuff, you know? Even if it's the most, it's not the most amazing work or they're not getting their grades on time or they're in fights or they're depressed sometimes. It just, it counts to disbelieve in them. To tell them that you love them. Just to acknowledge them. Because I know that I needed that. Not to say I didn't get it, but we're all in therapy. <laughs> or we're not in therapy, we're going in the wrong vices and doing shit, you know. We all have our days, but life can be really, really hard. And finding someone that can be accountable for your actions and help you provide reasonings to appreciate your life and appreciate what life can give you in these moments and how money is in everything you know because now I've saved a good chunk of my money from just working Two jobs, side jobs with family, odd things, making money on Mercari and reselling apps and selling my art and like a whole bunch of shit and the private art teaching classes and everything. And do you know how much I would give just to have a moment in the morning 
and waking up next to the girl I love. Truly, truly love and know I don't have to do anything that day and just be able to watch TV, smoke, eat a good breakfast, and then go back to sleep with somebody I love. That shit's priceless. I would give everything for that. I'd give everything. Everything. Every fucking thing. Or how Cat Williams would say, everything. Everything. Everything for that. I can still feel the morning sunlight when that shit happens and I would just feel so fucking different. It could be a hotel, it could be a friend's house, and then just waking up next to her. It's something else. It's indescribable. And I know a lot of people know that feeling. And they feel the same way. But other than that, I think that's all I have to say tonight. Besides me knowing my next project will be inspired by retro technology and meanings within history and modern art and I don't want to say the title of it because I really like the name yet but it's a work in progress and a lot of people are inspiring me to do it and I'm really excited about it and it all came from a caffeine rush from a Mary Lou's like Is it Mary Lou's? No, it was a different thing. Yeah, it's a... I don't know. It was just like this raspberry Red Bull thing. But yeah, it's really cool. And it got me fucking charged on a lot of caffeine that inspired me and got me motivated to do this project. And I'm excited about it. Yeah, I hope everyone has a kick-ass night or day after this and gets inspired by life to do something that they love and meet someone they care about and do something for them, too. People need it these days. Have a lovely day, my rubies. Bye.